Hello, my love. Welcome to the vibe. My name is Ashlyn. I'm a subconscious architect and multi certified spiritual teacher. And this is the Mind Flowers Podcast. If you're searching for more, more self knowledge, more abundance, more life, you just hit a lick because the Mind Flowers Podcast is an archive of lessons in spiritual wellness, explorations into self, and interactive practices designed to lead you to your own truth. I'm here to inspire you out of your cycles and into your potential. From my heart chakra to yours, here are some mind flowers. You can do all the mindset work in the world. You can repeat all the affirmations, do all the journal prompts. But if you haven't mastered embodiment, your life is not going to change. Affirmations, journal prompts, and exercises are tools that support your embodiment, which is the real work. If you tune into this podcast on a regular basis, what I know for sure about you is that you are on a journey to living the life of your dreams. You believe that personal and spiritual development is the pathway to achieving that. So what I want to get into today is how embodiment plays a key role in your spiritual development and ultimately living your dream life. Now, you can rely on strategy to create your dream life or you can rely on identity. Strategy can only take you so far. Whenever I think of embodiment, I'm reminded of one of my favorite phrases, which is body leads, mind follows. Mm, Body leads, mind follows. Now, why is this true? The word embodiment is defined as the representation or expression of something in a tangible or visible form. So in other words, embodiment is a form of communication. Now, communication is made up of three different elements. We have words, which is 7%, and then there's tone, which makes up 30%. And finally, there's physiology, so facial expressions, gestures, body postures, and that, it makes up 50%. I'm sorry, no, 55%. So realizing this, we see that the body is an instrument for communication, Our physiology is the most powerful medium of communication, so it makes sense why embodiment is the key to manifesting and living your desires, because it sends out the strongest signal to the universe. The universe doesn't speak in words, it speaks in energy, and our energy is conveyed by how we're being in the world. So I wrote a poem early this year. It's unnamed. I haven't thought of a title, but it goes like this. Gyrating hips, prayers leave my lips. Word is my wand, body is script. The body is the script because that's where wisdom lives. In my last episode about divine wisdom as a lifestyle, I touched on how intuition, our gut feeling, provides the path to follow. A big part of embodiment is identity because how we see ourselves determines our behavior. It provides the script. Identity is defined as the fact of being who or what a thing is. The core essence of our identity is our being. And I love how this definition says fact. So the quality of being is undeniable. 
as we adopt a specific energy, the world around us cannot deny it. It can only reflect it. That's why I say embodiment is the bridge because when we embody our desires instead of chase them, reality reflects them right back to us. In this way, embodiment is all about unconditional action. So in other words, what I'm trying to get across here is embodiment is doing the things you do because that's who you are, not because you want something. You're not efforting you're vibing. This is all about adopting the consciousness of the outcome. So choosing to live in future results right now. It's about who you're being in relation to your desire. Are you making the desire bigger than you are? Or are you recognizing the grandness of your being in relation to the desire? Think of it like this. You are the thermostat. Whatever temperature you're at, the environment around you, your reality, will reflect that temperature. Getting back to that physiology piece for a second, the heart has the strongest electromagnetic field. When you align the truth of your body with your desires, you are connecting on a cellular level to the heart's truth. In this way, embodiment feels like juicy aliveness, a full-bodied yes. It feels like ownership because that's exactly what it is. It's taking on a leadership role with your life. When we decide to own our lives, that's when we start getting into energetic sovereignty. And energetic sovereignty is when your actions, responses, and behaviors match who you are in your heart. Sovereign means supreme or ultimate power. That power is what magnetizes our dream life to us right now. When I've heard others talk about this topic of embodiment, I've heard them say the phrase acting as if. And I believe that phrase originated from Abraham Hicks, but I've heard a lot of spiritual teachers use that phrase as well to explain this concept of embodiment. But the very phrase itself almost puts up a mental barrier in the sense that we're acting, right? So we're telling our minds to pretend something. True embodiment is not so much acting as it is claiming, specifically claiming the truth of your heart right now without waiting on specific conditions to give you permission to do so. So I know it's a subtle word difference, but it's actually not subtle at all. (laughs) Because when we're acting, we're performing. When we're claiming, we are asserting that something is the case. When we claim something as true right now, we immediately jump into the experience that we most desire. When we claim that experience as our current truth, it becomes real. If you've never practiced embodiment before... What's the best way to get started? Well, one simple practice that I like to do is simply begin your day with the question, who will I be today? Your answer plants a seed in the subconscious mind to default to that state. When you answer that question and commit to living in that answer, you step into your next level self now. The reason why this works is because when we ask our subconscious a question, it immediately goes to work to find the answer for you. And that answer always shows up in our everyday experiences. 
The question, who will I be today, serves as a channel for clear, focused awareness to the energy you're transmitting to your reality. We ask ourselves this question in order to realign ourselves with our vision and to untangle ourselves from the distractions of modern life. Embodiment is not a one-and-done thing. It's a choice that you make every day, moment to moment. Before I sign off, I'm going to leave you with four reflection questions. What themes keep popping up in my life? What is my environment telling me about the energy I'm communicating out to the universe? What are the perspectives, opinions, and mindsets of the version of me who feels fulfilled, joyful, free, abundant? And what does this version of me believe? I hope you found this episode helpful and it gave you something to think about and inspired you to start integrating this information into your life. Of course, I wish nothing but the best for you, your life, and your loved ones. And if anything in this episode stood out to you, let me know. I love to hear it. You can connect with me on Twitter at MindFlowers888, or you can join my text line and text me your thoughts. The number is down below in the show notes. I love you, and I like you, and I will talk to you again soon. You could be anywhere, but you chose to be here. And for that, I'm forever grateful because without you, this podcast has no juice. If you're loving this vibe, please spread the word. You can send an episode link to your friends, leave a five-star review, or you can hit my text line to join the Bloom community. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can check out my online shop where I offer digital workbooks and masterclasses designed to help you embody what you're learning here on the podcast. You also have the option to leave a donation if you'd like. The links for that and the number to the text line will be down in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for sharing your energy with me today. I love you and